Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hey, listen, if you're tuning in live, you're listening to us right here in the Queen City uh, with our amazing, wonderful partner, ESPN Charlotte. But you might be tuned into our podcast channel. And so you could be listening to this anytime, anywhere in the whole world. And we're so glad that you are tuned in with us because we know there's a few things you could be doing with your time. We're pretty aware that uh, it is a distracting world that we live in and there's so many options. So thanks for picking us. Listen, this is Solutions from the Huddle, powered by Collaborative Solutions Group, and I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta. Uh, We have amazing guests that come onto our program each and every single week. Uh, Local business leaders, small business owners, entrepreneurs, major professional athletes, people that win in their industry. Uh, We've got recognized people nationally, and that's someone that we've got today. So we're really excited to get into our guest, but we start our show the same way every time. And so we ask that you'll join us. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things, and we ask that you bless the show, our partners, our sponsors, our guests, just everything about it. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Okay, so let me get right into this. Today, our uh, our guest is someone that I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, a geek and a fan about this person. I got to be honest with you. I mean, we we've had really big names, and I'm just appreciative, but this is one that I kind of get a little weird about because I'm just so inspired by his work. I know so many people that know this gentleman. We've got Bob Berg on the program. He's the co-author of the international best-selling book, The Go-Giver. He has shared stages with some of the biggest names, even a former U.S. president. He's an extremely highly sought-after speaker. And really, people are booking him to be on stages to talk about sales and leadership because the guy knows the way. Again, The Go-Giver is probably one of the biggest books that he's written with well over a million copies between all of his wonderful books. Uh, Bob is our guest, and I am so excited to have him. Good morning, friend. How are you? Oh, good morning, Titus. So great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Hey, I've got, I want to jump right into it because we've got such a short show, um, but we've got entrepreneurs and business leaders, Bob, that tune in, and really this is their way to get their notepad out. So we, we probably have more people that tune in on the podcast, or at least they go back and re-listen to it because uh, they want to get all the tips and tricks But for the people, and when I say the people, I mean the two or three folks on the planet that don't know who you are or your book, can you give us just a brief overview? Tell us uh, who we have the pleasure to have on the program today. Well, that's very kind of you. I'm sure there are a lot more than two or three people, but thank you so much for that. Uh, Really, the book is, it's a business parable. It was co-authored with John David Mann, who's a fantastic writer and storyteller. Yeah, I'm I'm much more of a how-to, step one, step two, step three type of person, so it was a really, really good collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premise of the book is simply that shifting your focus, and this is really so key, shifting your focus from getting to giving, and when we say giving in this context, we simply mean constantly and consistently providing immense value to others, understanding that doing so is not only a a pleasant way of conducting business. It's the most financially profitable way mm. as well, uh, and and not for some you know way out woo woo kind of reasons. You know, sure. just do good things and good things. No, it's actually very logical. It's very rational when you think of it, because when you're that person, that entrepreneur or salesperson who can uh, who can move 
off of a focus on yourself and move on to a focus on others, on solving their problems, on making their life better, on providing them value. The fact is people want to get to know you. They like you. They That's trust right. you. They want to do business with you, right? They want to refer you to others to become your personal walking ambassador. Yeah, that's right. Man, that, that is such a different shift, right, Bob? I mean, for years, for so long, we have had this completely different mentality. In fact, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a coach and speaker as well, and I go to these different companies and, 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 and work with these individuals, and I still hear, even today, even after your book and some of the other wonderful books that have tried to usher in this this should be no brainer common sense way of building relationships. I still hear people that have this old school mentality of of you know be as cunning as you can take you know take everything you yeah. can. Uh, don't worry about being attractive. Just chase, 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 and bother people. Uh, and your book is so different, and it's got such a wonderful entre- entrepreneurial spirit built into it, where it's really a managing and owning of a relationship, not a transaction. What, well, what inspired I, that? I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just something that I got to learn from a lot of really good people who I, mm. I got to watch. And and when you really, you know, when you really pay attention to it, you see that those people who are the most successful salespeople, and I'm going to say both short term and long term. Now, understand, mm. people can do things sometimes that old way. And if, and, and if they work hard enough at it and make enough calls and uh, bother enough people, they'll get some sales, okay? Sure. But it will not be sustainable. But I'm going to suggest that when you do it the go-giver way, when you do it with that focus on bringing value to others, you'll, you'll make more sales and you'll make more sales quicker, but they'll also be sustainable. Mm. And here's really the thing, and I say this, often when I speak at a sales conference, nobody is going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet, Ooh. right? They're Powerful. not going to buy from you because you need the, the money and they're not even going to buy from you because you're a really nice person and you believe in what <laughs> you do. No, they're going right. to buy from you because they believe they will be better off by doing so than by not doing so. And in, a, in the free market-based economy in which we live, um, and when I say free market, I simply mean no one is forced to mm. do business with anyone else. In a free market-based economy, that's the only reason why anyone should buy from you or from me or from anyone else. But this is great because it means that salesperson who, who will focus on discovering what the other person wants what they need, what they desire, and and only then matching the benefits of their product or service with those wants, needs, and desires. That, those are the people who are going to to bring in the business. It's why John and I say that money is simply an echo of value. Mm. But that means the value right. must be the focus. That comes first. You know, you and I both have a great friend, Steve Eames. Yes, we do. Who is, is, is an award-winning salesperson. Yeah. And to me, Steve is the very embodiment of a go-giver salesperson. That's okay? right. I mean, this guy, all this guy cares about is getting this other person what they need to be successful. And Steve, as a result, you know, year after year has won sales awards. He's a great guy. Absolutely. He genuinely and authentically cares about his customers. There's no question about that. And, and you know, I think that what's so beautiful about this, and it's really a fun spin, right, from, from the culture of 
go getter to go giver and the mentality of the energy and passion uh, doesn't change or shift between those two ideologies. Uh, it's just that perception uh, impacts perspective, which totally changes our awareness level. And in this case, uh, what, what a great example of Steve. I mean, when we really put our focus on finding out what you really truly want and need, then it empowers us as the professional in a sales aspect to deliver and to deliver uh-huh. well. Uh, yeah. and, and I think yeah. people resonate with that. And what I love about your book, and I want, I, I really would love for you to kind of go over the, just a quick review of the five laws uh, that you share in your book, because I think that when folks, when folks adopt this, uh, and I want to use the word prescribe, when they prescribe to this uh, and they do it from a place of authenticity, it really shines through. It doesn't feel put on or fake uh, because I think that when you read this and, and if you'll go over these laws, I think people actually become a better version of themselves and it becomes real and it's not tools and, and tricks. It's um, it's a lifestyle shift. Um, could you share with our listeners uh, those laws and, and kind of just a quick review? Sure. The, the five laws themselves are the laws of value, compensation, influence, authenticity, and receptivity. Law number one, uh, the law of value, is really saying that the value you provide another person needs to exceed the physical price they're paying for it, which may sound counterintuitive, because aren't those the same thing? Price mm. and value? Absolutely not. No. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> price is a dollar figure, right? That's it's a right. dollar amount. It's finite. It is what it is. Value, on the other hand, is the relative worth or desirability of a thing, of something, to the end user or beholder. In other words, what is it about this thing, this product, service, concept, idea that brings so much worth or value to another human being that they will willingly pay for it and be ecstatic that they did? You know, it's sort of like on a very, very basic level, very basic example. uh, It's the accountant who you hire to do your taxes who charges a fee or price of $1,000, but they save you well over $5,000. They, they save you countless hours of time. They provide you with the security and the peace of mind of knowing it was done correctly, as well as the buying experience being one of excellence, consistency, attention to detail, empathy in the process, mm. and appreciation. Everyone there makes you, you know, at this firm makes you feel like a million bucks. So the overall experience you're getting, you're receiving, far outseeds the price. And to the degree we can do that, that's the degree that we take price out of the equation, and we really distinguish ourselves from everyone else in the field who may have a very similar product or service. So that's really the law of value. Mm. Uh, the, so oh, go ahead. what about, and I don't mean to cut you off, but what about, you know, the small business owner that's trying to compete, right? I mean, I hear people all the time that say, here's the things that I'm going to do to be uh, impressive to my clients. I'm going, you know, maybe they're going to show up with a box of donuts. Maybe they're going to be before they even earn the business. Maybe they're going to invest heavily and they're going to try to make sure that value far outweighs, uh, far outweighs the cost. But, but in a really competitive market, Bob, and in small business people, or maybe the salesperson that's listening right now that says my company does not currently prescribe to this culture. And they've got me doing it this way. And I know that I need to be a relationship-oriented, value-giving human. How do, you, how do we make sure that it's not so costly? Right? When people are looking at bottom lines and they're trying to figure out how can I provide so much value and really stand out from the crowd, 
but also keep my cost in check so that I can be a value-oriented person that doesn't break the bank. Okay, well, first of all, you know, donuts might be a nice touch, but that's never going to distinguish you from, yeah. from the field. Okay, so the type of value we're talking about anyway has very little to do with money uh, because anyone can can provide the type of, uh, can communicate that exceptional value to others that separates you from, from the rest. Let's take excellence, for example. Excellence may be nothing more than the way you make people feel when they call in or when you uh, talk with them. It might be the way the phone is answered within a couple of rings or three rings. It might be the way the phone's answered in such a way that the person answering it never sounds harried or in a hurry, even though they may be. Because as far as this prospect calling in or this person calling in, they think they're the only one you need to deal with. And they are mm. at that time. That's it right. might be in the way that you respond timely to emails or, or, or phone calls. Uh, it might be the way that you learn the, the, the situations and problems within your niche market that you're able to provide insight to them that they may never even know known that they need it, okay? So this yeah. might take some work, but it doesn't necessarily take take money. Um, when we talk about consistency, that simply means you show up the same way all the time. Uh, people can count on you. And when you say you're going to do something or get someone some information or you say you're going to refer someone to someone else, boom, you follow up and you do it. And people know they can depend on you. Attention, uh, you know, uh, uh, attention to, to detail. It means you get to know this person much more than just as a prospect. You get to know them as a, a human being. Uh, when we talk about empathy, you know, we're really talking about understanding that people have their challenges that to them are a really big deal. Okay. Mm, we right. may deal with these things all the time. And because of that, we almost depersonalize them as problems. It's just what we do, it's what we solve. But when we can communicate in such a way that this person knows, that we understand or want to at least understand and that we're there with them, you know, that says something else. Appreciation. It, it's in gratitude. It's sending out, it's sending a personalized thank you note after you meet someone. It's not a, it's not a, a text and it's not an email. It's a handwritten personalized note uh, written in blue ink. So it appears friendly and obviously real. Yeah. And it just says, you know, thank you. I, uh, it, uh, it was great meeting you at the so-and-so event. If I, and, and let's say it was just someone you, um, you met who's not a, actually a prospect yet, or maybe in the future, but isn't now. And, and you say, if I can ever refer business your way, I certainly will. Yeah. And, you know, it's all these things we can do at every touch point and in every, uh, you know, in every conversation that just communicates our caring, communicates the value we want to be to that person. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're telling us to continue to plant these seeds into a garden, uh, and then if we water them and take care of them and nurture them, they're going to turn into trees that bear fruit for, for the long haul. Yeah, and by the way, and it doesn't mean it has to take a long time to happen, because timing is a big part of it. You know, people often say, well, but I need the I need this to happen quickly. Well, you know what? Your customer is not going to buy again because you have a time schedule. That's you right. Need the sale That's right. Now, but when you do this with enough people, okay, and this is the key: when you do this constantly and consistently, you're going to find those people where the timing happens to be right, mm. and it will happen uh, quickly. 
But it's not going to happen because you need it to happen quickly. It's going to be happening because you've got in front of those people that have a need that you can that you can solve quickly. I love it. We're going to take a quick break. Make sure we say thank you to all the wonderful partners that support this program. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Need an oil change quick? Visit Speedy. They'll change your oil and filter, top off your fluids, air up your tires, and get you on your way. Get your vehicle serviced by people who care with locations at 4752 South Boulevard in Charlotte and 1484 Azell Boulevard in Spartanburg. Speedy oil change and auto service for all your vehicle needs. Looking for a fun team building event that helps to reduce stress and get everyone on the same page? Consider booking Mobile Smash Rooms for your next corporate event. Imagine a space that is designed for you to swing a tool of your choice and smash your stress away while being fully entertained. Learn more by calling 980-999-4119 or visiting mobilesmashrooms.com and say goodbye to stress. That's mobilesmashrooms.com. Hey, this is Titus Bartolotta from Collaborative Solutions Group. Yeah, I'm an author. I'm a busy uh, business professional. I own multiple companies. But the truth is, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am in my home all the time. I wanted to take just a quick minute and share with the whole world uh, that my good friend, Danny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas, has done some amazing things in our home. They've helped to make our air quality far more clean, healthy, and pure. I recommend everybody take a moment to reach out to their company and find out how you can improve the quality of air in your home too. If you're looking to grow your leadership ability, don't miss the Leadership Mastery Summit in Charlotte. Leaders of small to large size companies, this program has been designed for you. The Leadership Mastery Summit will feature a full day of motivational speakers, including CSG founder and leadership coach Titus Bartolotta best-selling author Michael J. Mayer, and Ironman world champion Jason Fowler. The Leadership Mastery Summit is set for March 20th. Early bird tickets are available now through January 20th. Visit team-csg.com to learn more and secure your seat. All right, and we are back. Thank you so much to every one of the wonderful companies and 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 brands that stand with us, that stand strong on the mission that we have here at Solutions from the Huddle. It's really important that we get the right people uh, to talk about entrepreneurship and leadership, mindset, communication, um, building relationships, and going to business, going to life the right way. So thank you to every one of those companies. It's really easy to get branding and exposure for your business. Uh, You can quickly reach out to info at team-csg.com. And let us know that you'd like to be a part of the family. We'd love to have you. Again, we're on the line here. We're talking with Bob Berg, the co-author of The Go-Giver, one of the most sought-after speakers who's oftentimes hired for conferences that deal with leadership and sales. He's really a voice for a completely different perspective and approach relative to relationship development and sales. He's talking about being a go-getter is a good thing. Being a go-giver might be the best thing and really shifting uh, the perspective in which we have relative to building relationships with, with customers and clients and prospects. Bob, we're back here with you. And uh, before I get into interrogating you more, I mean, asking questions of you, um, <laughs> I just wanted to really quickly make sure that our listeners know how they can continue to stay connected after this show. So maybe what's a great website for them, or are there some upcoming things that they want to register for, be a part of, and and really invest in? How can we do that? 
Sure, they can visit Berg, B-U-R-G dot com, and there's lots of information there, including how they can get the Chapter 1 of any of my books so they can see first if they enjoy it. And uh, we also have a great event coming up in late April called Endless Referrals, The Go-Giver Way. And anyone who's interested in that can visit EndlessReferrals.com, and all the information is there. EndlessReferrals.com and uh, and Berg.com. Those are the two places that folks need to go. And listen, for my audience, I want to tell you, this is someone that uh, not only do I read the book, but... Um, but but I have a few reading lists in some of the different organizations that I that I put out for the world, and we don't put a thousand books. Uh, we don't recommend that you read everything that's ever been written, but we do recommend a couple key books. And the Go Giver is one we recommend regularly. Uh, I would encourage everyone, everyone out there, uh, if you're serious about building relationships, if you're serious about being an entrepreneur, if you're serious about growing your ability to to profit and to do it in a long term way, this is a book, and this is a man that you should be connected with. Uh, so I want to get right back into it here. Um, I want to know about maybe what didn't work. What are some things in your sales career before you adopted this mentality or this approach? I would imagine that you didn't come out and, and you know, as a baby and want milk and to go be a go-giver. Maybe you, you grew into this mindset. What's something maybe um, uh, an epic fail that not everyone would think of when they think, oh, man, Bob's always got it right. How can somebody learn well, maybe he didn't go right once or twice in his career, but he learned from it. Um, what, what can you share with us about that? Well, you know, I mean, I think you make a great point when you when you bring up that that it was not mistake proof. I mean, with me, I I always say, you know, I've made many more mistakes, I've had many more failures, and I have had successes. But I think that anyone who has had success in sales would say the same thing because, by its very nature. That's what it is. Mm. And um, That's right. uh, when I first began in sales, you know, I began as a career as a, my career as a broadcaster, first as a sportscaster on radio and then television news uh, anchor. And yeah, I wasn't, I, I was good at the sports part, but the news part, it just wasn't, I wasn't very good at it. And it wasn't long before I, what I like to say, graduated into sales. <laughs> the problem was that where I was working, there was no sales training and I knew nothing about sales. And so I stumbled for, you know, the first few months. Fortunately, uh, I was in a bookstore, and I came across books by a couple of legends, uh, Zig Ziglar and Tom Hopkins. This is almost 40 years ago now. And I remember reading their books, studying their books. I totally immersed myself in their books. Mm. And, uh, and you know, my sales went through the roof, which was, for me, it was a great thing, because I said, if you have a system or a methodology to follow, um then you know you you you're you're nine steps ahead of the game in a ten step game, right? You're on your yeah, way yeah. there. Uh, to this day, I, I personally, and this is just my personal definition, but I'm always defining things anyway. Uh, <laughs> my right. definition of a system is simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how to principles. So mm. the key is predictability. If it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired result of B, then you know that all you need to do is A. And Eventually, you'll get the desired results of B if you stay with it. So that was very helpful. And over the course of a couple of years, I, I achieved some success in sales. And, but, you know, at a certain point, I realized that I wasn't reaching my potential. And it wasn't because of the wonderful teaching of Zig Ziglar and Tom Hopkins. They were great. And, I mean, what, I, what they taught me just in their books and their back at that time tapes. And I remember going to see them in person. I mean, absolutely, uh, they were wonderful. But I had an internal uh, situation that I didn't even realize. And that is, 
my focus was really, it was on the sales process itself rather than necessarily on the customers. Now, don't mm. get me wrong. I had a great product I represented, and I cared about my prospects and customers, absolutely, but my focus was on the sales process, and that was my fault. That was my fault. That was a mistake. It was maybe a mistake of youth, whatever. I don't know. But at one point, I remember coming back uh, to the office after a, after a non-selling appointment. Now, it was not a non-selling appointment by design. It was supposed <laughs> to be a selling appointment. Uh, but again, I did not have my focus in the right place. And I must have looked really disgusted at myself because one of the older guys at the, um, uh, at the office, and again, a much older guy, and I didn't know him very well, and he wasn't even in the sales department. Uh, I think he was in the engineering department, and he retired soon after. But, you know, he was one of these guys who didn't say much, but whenever he did, it was always profound. Have you ever met those kind of yeah, people? Yeah, absolutely. You knew, right. And and he said to me, Berg, can I, and I think he saw me as, as sort of like Joe in The Go-Giver, right? Mm. You know, ambitious, aggressive, looking to real, working hard, but just not, you know, reaching the kind of facility. And he said to me, can I give you some advice? And I said, absolutely, please do. And he said, Berg, if you want to make a lot of money in sales, don't have making money as your target. Your target, he said, is serving others. Mm. Now, when you hit the target, you'll get a reward. And that reward will come in the form of money. And you can do with that money whatever you choose. But never forget, he said, the money is simply the reward for hitting the target. It ain't the target itself. Your target is serving others. Perfect. And that was my epiphany, right? Perfect. That's where I said to myself, you know what, Berg? He's right. Yeah. Uh, great salesmanship is never about the salesperson. It's, it's never even about the product or service, as important as that is. It's about the other person oh. and how their life is going to be better as a result of your product or service. I love it. With our last minute or two here, I want to ask you, uh, what advice would you give maybe that's that lives outside of these pages? We're going to, everybody, again, Berg.com, go there, learn about all the wonderful things that are already in publication, that are already in the events. Buy a ticket, sign up, register, invest in yourself. Uh, but, but maybe is there something that's tactical and strategic that maybe we can get a scoop here on this show, right? For our audience. Um, and if they bought everything, if they invested and attended everything you've got, they would hear wonderful things, but maybe this one particular piece of advice is still living outside of that realm. Do you have something maybe you can give to our audience that they can put into action, measure and enjoy the fruits of that labor sooner than later? Well, I mean, I, I would say something that, that one of my old mentors and a, a guy I really have so much respect for, the late Harry Brown, once said that successful people don't try and deny things that are inconvenient. They live in truths. Mm. Uh, they, they understand and embrace human nature rather than trying to change it. And that doesn't mean uh, that we don't change the results of things. Of course we do. We want to make things better in every way and for everyone. But we start with understanding truth and the way things are. Not We don't ignore it because it's inconvenient. And I always thought that was just such a great way to look at things. Because if you don't deal in truth, if you 
if you try to deal with things the way you want them to be rather than how they are, you're, you're already starting off behind the eight ball. Mm, powerful stuff. Bob, thank you so much for being on the program. I mean, what a what a treat, what a blessing. Uh, thank you very, very much. Uh, folks, we've had uh, internationally best-selling author of multiple books, including The Go-Giver, uh, nationally sought-after speaker, really just a, just a, a master relative to leadership uh, and sales, uh, somebody who is a mentor, whether he knows it or not, but he's a friend to Mr. Bob Berg. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you greatly. Awesome. Hey, to all of our listeners, uh, don't you don't you dare go anywhere before you subscribe, hit the button, make sure that you tell a friend about these programs, and we hope to see you each and every week right here on Solutions from the Huddle. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back. If you're looking to grow your leadership ability, don't miss the Leadership Mastery Summit in Charlotte. Leaders of small to large-sized companies, this program has been designed for you. The Leadership Mastery Summit will feature a full day of motivational speakers, including CSG founder and leadership coach Titus Bartolotta, best-selling author Michael J. Mayer, and Ironman world champion Jason Fowler. The Leadership Mastery Summit is set for March 20th. Early bird tickets are available now through January 20th. Visit team-csg.com to learn more and secure your seat.